Okay, you're not supposed to drink it yet, but we'll oh, my, oh, no, no, no. We we're supposed to cheers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. If you not don't listen need, to the first don't, vibe, they don't need to know. If you not listen to the first vibe. Oh, yeah, they, they're not going to know. Yeah. All right, and welcome to the People of Queens podcast. I just want to start this podcast by saying a special thank you to all the great support and feedback I received from the first episode. It's very much appreciated. And if you have any more feedback, uh, feel free to tell me and give me your criticism. On today's episode, I'm here with Dave, not to be confused with David. Yeah. Dave is a third year engineering student. More than just a student, though. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hello. What do you mean, uh, what do you mean by that? Um, I don't know. Usually people introduce me as the man, the myth, the legend. But okay. That's okay. <laughs> the next All right. If I could have a good before we start this thing, just give a quick shout out to, um, to Popeye's Restaurant. Just uh, okay. for always leaving me satisfied. So. All right. All right. We'll get, we'll get to that shortly. But first, in tradition of the pod, we're going to... Oh, my goodness. We're gonna cheers. Nice. And we are drinking today. Before we drink, Dave, calm your enthusiasm. We are drinking Mad and Noisy Lagered Ale by Creamore Springs Brewery Limited. Mm. Nothing and, but the best. So I'm just gonna read the description like we do. Mad and Noisy, inspired by the Kolsch beers of Cologne, Germany, this straw blonde ale is subtly hopped, fermented with ale yeast. Lagered cold. The results, a light-bodied brew with a delicate, fruity aroma of an ale and a crisp, clean finish of a lager. Mm. All Good right. things come in small batches, as it says. Yeah, that's the slogan. All right, let's drink. What do you think? I'm going to go in for a double sip. Ooh. Well, you tell me what you drink. What, what do you think? Well, you know that I only drink bush, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, Your point so, of comparison is very low. Yes, yes, yes. For um, anybody listening to the podcast, uh, for a long period of time, I only drank bush uh, beer, which, as you may know or may not know, is the lowest of the low type of beer. <laughs> uh, but it's the cheapest. And so it was the economical decision. That was a yeah. It was a, it was made from an economical standpoint. Yeah, exactly. So this is this is hours above it. This is pretty good. Mad and noisy is a great way to describe it. I chose this beer because I think when we get together, it's very much mad and noisy. <laughs> Definitely on the noisy oh, aspect. Wait. If you if you say something that'll trigger me, then we'll get there. We'll get to the mad, mad and noisy. But sweet. Let's go. It's pretty good. It's 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 uh, pretty strong on on the weedy aspect. If you if that's a thing, if that's mm-hmm. a thing, it's also pretty pretty stout. It's a it's a very light colored beer, but it's it tastes pretty strong actually. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. misleading, but I like it. I like it. It's de- it's different from the normal Creamore Springs. Definitely different from that. Okay. This is definitely they were definitely going for the mad and noisy, whatever that means. But anyway, this is the conversation I have nothing to contribute on. (laughs) You're describing all these things, and I'm like, this beer is good. I I enjoy it, but... uh, Okay, on a a scale of one to five, five being the greatest, what what do you rate it? Oh, boy, against Bush is a five. 
all day long. <laughs> I guess what Molson would be a three. What do you What do you think? Molson, yeah, Molson's a 3.5, 3.8, 3.5. It's pretty 3. solid. I mean, the thing about Molson is like when you want a mold, when you want a, you just want a beer. You just go for a Molson. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yes. solid. It's a yes. strong choice. Yeah. Sometimes you know you mess around. I I bought a lot of uh, beer for this uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and one of the other ones we tr- uh, like we tried was just it was horrendous. Like the oh, yeah. the packaging was was good, but the taste was was man. What was it called? Expose them. Uh, I would love to expose them, but I don't remember what it's called. I threw it out, so. Or expose Bush. Bush, you're terrible. Bush is... But you're affordable, so keep doing what you're doing, because I can afford it. Bush is... It's, 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 very, it's, very, it's very, like, light, isn't it? From what I remember. It's I not guess. very strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives me a very confused look. <laughs> like, he doesn't know what's going on. Are you talking about the weight, or what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you pick up the beer and you're like, this is a bit light. This well, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, anyways, yes, it is quite a light beer. Very weedy. Um, okay, I didn't, I didn't want you to go into an really, in-depth um, analysis. Tantalizes the senses and stimulates the body. And it's <laughs> all around a very This is like an experience. ASMR video now <laughs> about beer. Yeah. Bush, it's uh so tantalizing. <laughs> Every time well, you are, man. Now you should be the Bush uh, spokesperson. Yeah, you are overhyping yeah. this. It, oh man, it's not. You want an unforgettable experience? No, a forgettable experience. It's very it's so cheap. You can it's get very, a lot. <laughs> it's it's a very, out. it's a very degrading experience. That's the best way I could put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, it's like drinking like a Bud Light. Uh, it's yeah. like man. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Hey, there, there, we, there go. we go. Come up. Okay. Well, I just want to start the conversation with um, a little bit of a background, like we do. Ooh. We got to build from the bottom to the top. Yes. So, give me it. Give me the the details. Where, where did you grow up? Mm, good question. Peterborough, I, I presume. <laughs> yeah. Very um, authentic, exotic so area of Peterborough. I like to start it off like this. January 4th, 1998, um, the world saw something it's never seen before. St. Joseph's Hospital, Peterborough, Ontario. Um, there is a person born who just, you can't put into words. I mean, wow. who is David? You know what I mean? Who Dave, is Dave? Dave. Dave. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> just so we can distinguish from the other <laughs> guests. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like a puzzle wrapped in an enigma. Yeah, that's that's the that's the word that comes to my mind, enigma. Mm, mm. You know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like in Inception where they have the dream and you're like, whoa, they're controlling the dream, and then they go they go in the dream of the dream, like they go dreams like layers deep, mm-hmm. and then you go all that all those layers, and then it's, it's just Dave, it's the enigma. Just there, yeah. You have to go that far. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's like an interstellar. <laughs> oh, bookshelf. That was like it was honestly really cool up to that point. And then, and then you I was get really like, confused. It's like what's going on? Yeah. What in the world? Yeah. I started checking my bookcase at home. I was like, yo, is anybody behind the <laughs> yeah. head? Give me a sign. Yo, let me help you. Started reaching behind the bookcase. <laughs> but it would have to be you. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> It's like an interstellar when they go through the black hole. Mm. On the other side, it's just 
all those it's just bookshelves and behind mm. them is just Dave standing stoically. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and check your bookcase. I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh no. <laughs> Put back a book, I'll be there. It's just, okay. What's okay. good? What's happening? Okay, now Anyways. now that we know when you were born and all those good yeah. details. Peterborough, Ontario. Let me tell you something. Okay. Peterborough, Ontario um, is one of the best places to grow up because, um, I don't know, it really shaped me as a man, you know? Um, How so? <laughs> that was a complete lie. There is <laughs> nothing going on in Peterborough, Ontario. <laughs> no, uh, no. Okay, um, okay. So, so just a few facts about Peterborough, Ontario. Hit me. Hit we me have um, one of the highest rates of unemployment. We have... I didn't know that. One of the highest percentages of elderly population so it's very much a retirement home those might have Uh, a correlation in general um and there's really not a lot to do if you're a kid or a teenager sounds like a lot of rolling yeah um i remember someone describing it to me it's like um what do you do in peterborough and then he's like oh i asked someone else who's from peterborough and they're like yeah we just go outside and I was like, there is no, like, more perfect way to put it about growing up in Peterborough. It's just going outside. I'm just, I'm just picturing a young, a young Dave. Wakes up, eats breakfast, gets dressed, just, and then just goes outside. Goes outside. Honestly, that's, that's, that's literally my childhood. Um, nice. But also, it, it's known, uh, Peterborough is generally known for it, the lift locks. Which what is that? It's like this elevator for boats. It's really cool. Never been on it. Oh, like the Welland Canal. Uh, sure. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Um, Okay. But apparently, it's like the second largest in North America, or the first largest. I don't know. Oh man, I I don't mean to visit it. Yeah, do it. Don't do it. It was so funny because I met someone in Kingston um, who asked me. He's like, "Oh, you're from Peterborough. Do you know the lift locks?" And I was like. Yeah, you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. And I could just see his facial reaction to that comment. He was like soul crushed because he absolutely loved it. Oh, right. Wow. But like for me, it's like, you know, like it's just this thing yeah. that's there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the CN Tower. Yeah. yeah. Toronto. Or you Niagara know? Falls or Niagara Falls. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's nothing special for people yeah, who actually yeah, live yeah. there. I completely agree. Right. And a lot of people who are from Toronto haven't actually been up the CN Tower, apparently. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what something. It sounds like a lot of fake news. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lot of unverified facts. I just wanted to make put it out that, here. that I haven't. This been is on not factual facts. at all. Don't <laughs> come to this podcast. Anyway, Peterborough, Ontario. Ten out of ten experience. Um, all that I am is because of Peterborough. Wow. I, I, Sorry, I, I can't it. tell if that's a compliment or a roast. <laughs> oh, no, then that's a... Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a slight roast towards you. Oh, fair, fair, fair. You know, something notable about Peterborough, um, one of the craziest things that happened is that a few years ago, actually, a plane landed on a road. What? In the middle of the night, yeah. It was the most <laughs> random thing ever. <laughs> it, sounds like the, it sounds like you described the most quintessential Peter Broad thing ever. <laughs> Happens all the Known time. Known for the lift locks and a plane yeah, landing on the road yeah, that yeah, one yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. No, it was crazy, eh? <laughs> okay, but tell me this. So when, um, in high school, what, over the summer, what did you guys do for fun? Probably went outside. <laughs> Once or twice a day. <laughs> 
Trying so hard not to laugh, just because it's just gonna take us a bunch of laughs. People are just gonna listen to our, us just laughing. Yeah. Um, it's like we don't need this. Well, so the thing is, for for um, three years, th- uh, three summers of high school, I worked at a camp up in Kingston, the one I was describing. Um, so mm. I wasn't actually in Peterborough. I was working at a summer camp. Um, so, but otherwise. I didn't even go outside. I just stayed inside. Was the camp in like a gym or something? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Overnight camp. Overnight camp. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you just woke up, went to camp, went back home? No. Well, no, no, no. It was overnight camp. So I stayed up in Kingston for like a month at a time and then, or like two months. What is it? It's two months for high school. Yeah, two months. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun though. That's where all the fun stuff happens. I kind of wish I went to those camps. Was it like one of those like wilderness camps? Like, you stayed a, in, like, a cabin with, yeah, like, other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, And you guys yeah. had, like, these, like, weird, like, chanting sessions with, uh, like, the red versus blue and stuff like that. Uh, no. I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you mean by chanting sessions? Never mind. Like, you know, like, cheering, you know. You, oh, oh, you cheer oh, for oh, your, oh, You cheer for your, like, side. Like, did you guys get split up into, like, sides? I guess like, so. Red and, like, like we did like sports and stuff like that. Or, like, that. the wolf side and the bears. Ah, like, uh, No. No, I, it was actually split up into different parts of Ontario. So it was oh. like, there was Moosonee, Caledonia. Oh. Um, I have no idea what these, Algoma. Oh. No idea where these places are. I, but, those all sound familiar, but. Yeah, they're definitely places in Ontario. Caledonia, I, I think that's just Caledonia, Ontario. Oh, maybe. I feel, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> in which case, I'm very familiar. All I know is Peterborough, man. That's it. That's all Born I know. That, that, in, that in Kingston. Yeah. Okay, so. Tell me about uh, your family life. Do you have any siblings? Do you have yes, any? yes. I have three brothers. Oh, what yeah. position are you in? I am the uh, second middle child. So that's the thing. People. What do you mean? So about, there was. Yeah. So so I'm the third. Started from the oldest. I'm the third oldest. Okay, and then you have one younger brother. Yeah. And you have yeah, one yeah, brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, I see what thing. Like people like in families of three they're always like oh happy like middle child day you know what i mean because the middle child is always yeah, apparently gets all love but there's yeah. two middle childs in your case yeah imagine being the second middle child you're you are you know, like like my parents are like who is this david guy you're like, <laughs> you're like on the tier who? two of the middle child. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the middle child is already like pretty bad yeah and then you're like the well, second we'll just child. go we'll just take that's, that a step that's down. the thing i don't even have my own day right at least they remember to give a day to the middle child yeah. Hey, who's the second middle child? Never seen I, I want to like, be the youngest. The youngest is set. They have the. Oh, well, they get made fun of though by a lot of people. Not not by by like like every time. By who? Um, every time we go to a restaurant or something like that, uh, they're like, "Oh, who's the youngest?" And then they point to the youngest brother, and then they just call him a baby for the entire time. Like, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, that honestly, wasn't... sometimes it's nice to be a baby. But I think my dad is like the youngest. Of seven. Wow. Yeah. Um, but just from, because I have a younger sibling, and just from the looking at the way she's been treated, I feel like if you have seven kids and then you're the last one, mm. you just get you just get everything, like, done for you. Like, you oh, know. Oh, it's true. It's very true. Like, your parents are, like, with me, my parents are really strict. Are you the oldest? Yeah. Okay. With, with my younger uh, sibling, they're not strict at all. Mm. My younger sibling knows everything because I have to go to high school and middle school and all those in university too like doing learning all these experiences 
when it comes to like my younger sibling, like it's done. Like yeah. you when you're the youngest, like everyone's got to figure it out. Yeah. And also, I um, another point is that just the rules. So like for my oldest brother, right? He's like no phone till you're 15 or something like that. Yeah, that's right. What and said. then that's as it goes said. down through the brothers. Yeah, yeah. Then right? it's like it, nine year old yeah, and you got a phone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's crazy in that way. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, no. So my oldest brother, he's turning twenty six, and oh, wow. then so okay. the second oldest is one year younger than him, and then uh, there's a four year gap, and it's me, and then my youngest brother, who's one year younger. Oh, so pretty tight groups there. Anyway, um, so we've talked a bit about your parents now. What you have a very interesting mix. What are your two halves? You're representing South America and the Caribbean. Yeah, man. Caribbean. America. What one? Yeah. If you guys don't know, Mario has a very good Jamaican accent. I heard it today for the first time. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Jamaica, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my dad, uh, born in Peru. Um, and I think he came here when he was 12 to Toronto. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is actually quite young. Um, and my mom was born in Jamaica. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she came to Toronto. Sometime. Where? Kingston? Jamaica? Not, I think it was, I think, Yeah, I think it was <laughs> Kingston. When I went back to Jamaica, all the family was in uh, Kingston. So, mm. so how did they... Do you know how they met? No, I, I think it was at church. I think it was at church. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. What a way! Um, what a way to meet people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, it is quite an interesting mix. Um, yeah. No, I I like the mixes. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. It'll produce me. Yeah. Okay. Well, now this is gonna take me to our first segment. Now that we have covered the bases, oh, we no. in in David's life we are in early childhood. Oh boy. So or. No, we're we're talking about like middle school and stuff like that. Okay. Do you, do you have any like? I was um, a stud. Do <laughs> you have any like school. experiences that stand out to you from that time? As a childhood, oh well, just the school I went to. So oh, yeah. I go? actually I actually switched elementary schools. Um, so the first elementary school I went to, it was actually like one of the worst schools in Peterborough, like known oh, for that, gosh. right? And produce some beauties who were like big drug dealers um that's what you want eh yeah, yeah yeah exactly um but yeah just so many like crazy things happen like there was this one time where this kid um he he uh, wanted to go to the washroom but then like and the teacher let him go but then he's like oh yeah i couldn't make it so like what he did is he peed down the handrail of the stairs oh my god yeah yeah and so that's a, like, that's a crazy time. Man. Yeah, they had to like shut off that whole stairway and like clean it and stuff Why like that. We... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason I say I switched schools, so like there's that school, and I was I, I really enjoyed my sports uh, as a kid, and still do. But uh, my school was trash. They're honest. <laughs> don't awful. don't don't say the name of your school. Yeah, please. no, I'm not gonna expose them like that. Yeah. but um, it was they were terrible. It was awful. Um, and so there was this other really good sports school. Um, and it was a school where a bunch of rich people went. It was like a public school, right? It wasn't a private school or anything. But it was in like the area of town where 
uh, near the hospital. So like all the doctors' kids would go there. Uh, yeah, much like Queens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bit but, of a generalization. Yeah, but oops. Um, Goodness, no, I'm sorry. Um, it's fine. Uh, and so, yeah, I switched schools to to that school, and it was unreal. Cause like, you I went from sports. you fr- went from rags to riches. Exactly, exactly. Like first year, won like the soccer tournament of like the whole Peterborough County. Like it was unbelievable. Wow, what 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 grade was that? I think that was grade six, maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is perfect segue. Oh no no no. I have here, you know. On the podcast, I'd like to I like to d- dig deep a bit. I like to get some background information. Oh, and one of the greatest forms of media we have in today's day and age, I would say, is this is this thing called Facebook. And Dave and I, there's something in common with us. We were both the age where face the advent of Facebook happened, and um, let's just say it was very in to post on Facebook. And sometimes I find, you know, myself, I, I was, I was wise. I went back and deleted the very cringy things that I, I posted at such said age. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dave, it seems, has failed to do so. So unfortunately, this is a podcast, so I cannot show you what images I'm so glad. we are. <laughs> you well, you yeah. lucked out this way, buddy. I, I have stumbled upon some gems from this time. Let's uh, look at uh, grade... May, I'm going to guess this is grade 6, Dave. What a, We have here Dave um, sitting in... Looks like someone's backyard. He's sitting. He's posed. Uh, he's wearing like a beanie and a very ragged uh, long sleeve sweater with orange shorts. And his legs... Um, very clearly show, uh, shown. Dave, can you explain to me what the context of this picture is? What did you say? Grade six? <laughs> I don't that know. Grade like ten. This looks like high school. <laughs> oh my goodness! You look very uh, young. This. Oh, I was only off like four years. Um. So yeah, uh, the swim shorts. They were. They, they were. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got. I got a caption. Ooh. Good friend, at a good place. So that's the thing. That's not my photo. That's yeah, a photo someone that else's. It's someone it's, posted. It's, uh, it's oh, they'll go unnamed. We'll, we yeah, won't dox yeah, them. yeah. Um, it got posted by my friend. I didn't want to be posted. I didn't even know we took the photo. Actually, I was looking at the camera, so I definitely knew we took the photo. I, I love this day and age where you you post a picture of your friend on your Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, okay. It's not a bad one though. Come on. Okay, Give okay. Some, that's not I, so bad. What I'm wearing is a. It's a questionable. It's questionable. Okay, okay, hold on. We, we got much sure. better stuff. Oh, this must be from camp. This is some pictures from camp. So no, that's from that's from grade 8, I think. That oh, like okay. a, this is from grade 8. Yeah, look at yeah, this. We yeah. have some grade kids, 8 summer party. Some grade 8's, uh, wow, very, yeah. very nice. You know, actually, oh. the story with that one. Wait, before we go with that one. So that, that was like a grade 8 kind of grad party at someone's house. Oh, um, yeah, nice. And so before that party, or no, actually, no, I went to that party. But then at like 6 p.m., I had to get picked up by my parents because I had... 6 p.m.? Yeah. That's so early. What, I know, I know, I know. What kind of shit are your, are your parents <laughs> running? No, 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 no. Because I had... I was a soccer referee. I think I was a soccer referee for one summer. Wow. I think I only did like four games. I absolutely hated it because I was the absolute worst at it. 
and this was my first refereeing job, um, and so. Well, that's was, a lot of responsibility you have to yeah, referee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I could definitely not handle it. It was awful. So I went to. So this was my first refereeing job, um, like that specific night, and it was with a bunch of like four and five years old, five year olds. Oh, right? okay. And, never mind. I yeah. Take, so I the take thing back is, like, all three yeah, yeah, like I was just, I didn't know how to ref. How do you ref children? Yeah. Well, you that's can't the ref thing. that. Like, I there was this one moment where what are you gonna give a three year old a red card? <laughs> well, I called a penalty shot, and like all like the parents got so mad at me, but like the kid kidding? literally picked up the ball and started running with it. Oh, so I was like, what yeah. am I supposed to do here? Yeah. Right, what do I do? Eighth grade, Dave right? made the right call. But the parents were so cheesed, and I was like, like what, what, what am I supposed to do here? Um, but the thing is, I did turn up like in swim shorts and stuff like that because I was coming for that party. But then I went back to the party, and it was fun. Oh, okay, that yeah. sounds good. I have a oh man, I really wish we could show this picture. Oh, my this is an absolute gem. Ah, oh, I'm gonna do my best to describe this. It's okay. It's Dave with what looks to be a cheerleader, a cheerleader. Ooh. Dave with their arms around her. But the thing is, the the outfit in which Dave has chosen oh is extremely gosh. questionable. It looks like he has. What is this? Is this a big roast on me? <laughs> what is this? What do you invite me here to do? Huh? Okay. Oh it looks like you have pants on, but over the I pants. So. Over the pants. You have pulled your socks over the legs of the pants. What is this photo? You have um, on your top what looks to be like a long sleeve shirt, mm -hmm. but on top of the blue long sleeve shirt, you have put a yellow polo. So you're wearing, oh man, you're wearing two things, and then you on your face it's a very like like surprised expression. Or this is the face someone would make when they're just when they. Like got like a uh, like a forty on a test or yeah. something like. Or they're from Peter. You're just like oh. Or <laughs> <laughs> they're from Peter. It's kind of like a constant shock of oh wait I'm still here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, he's got his arms around a another cheerleader uh, like a cheerleader which is wow that's great I would see why you could post this and he's got. Um, Yellow and blue face paint on. No way I posted that. That's from someone else. There's no way. This was posted, yeah. I can, can confirm this was posted Whoa. by another... Dude, you need to, like, untag yourself. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to show Dave the pic now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I do look surprised. So, for the longest time of my life, because I was, like, an athlete, I, like, and, like, very competitive, never smiled. So, like, the idea of smiling for photos, just, just, like, it was... I couldn't do it. So that was my best attempt at a smile. But that was actually, um, that photo was taken at the Terry Fox run. I don't oh. know if, if you did a Terry Fox no, run. No, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? But for us, it was like, we went to this location, and like all the high schools went, and then we walked, uh, I don't know, like two kilometers to this place that had a stage, and then we had live performances from each school. Um, and it wasn't bad, but like, nobody listened to the performances. It was just kind of like a big oh, place right. where you just got to meet like your friends other from other schools yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, yeah, was it you? Oh man, is this your? Was this your girlfriend or something at that time? Because there's another picture with you. 
Oh no! You oh, got, the same girl. Oh, you got friend zone here. Oh my goodness. Oof. What is this? Oh, that hurts. Oh, that I heard for uh, grade eight, Dave. The caption is. This is high school, man. Or high, <laughs> high school. school. I'm sorry, high school. Honestly, one of my favorite peeps with Dave. Hey. Look at this. You know the fashion. Uh, the the, fashion. Okay, it's it's, it's not it's not too bad. The hat though. The hat is a little askew. I'll give you that. I the smile that was, is improving. To be honest, I didn't realize it was a hat. I just thought that was the outline of your head. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the smile is getting better. Um, oh, okay. Let's take it in Niagara Falls. But no, she wasn't yeah. She wasn't my girlfriend. Um, she was actually... Well, clearly, you got friend zone so hard there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she was the student council president. And, uh, like that's the thing I didn't even and think a cheerleader I, apparently yeah I didn't even think I was friends with her but dude you have two course. pictures with your arm around her and she posted them but we really she was sending you lot. signals man you missed all these signals why did you take these pictures like you what like hey Dave I don't talk to you much but come take a picture with your arm around me like what I don't know honestly I don't know you, but like I'll you tell are, you right you now you are clearly missing all the that. signals girls. <laughs> I just, I like, I wasn't like super great friends with him, but I guess I was good enough. Nah, you were one of the photos. peeps. You were one of the peeps. Yeah. Okay. Cold world. Here we have, this is obviously like, if this is not from a play, then there's something wrong. There's Dave in front of uh, what looks like a poorly painted uh, picture of a farm or a farm that's haunted. Uh, it seems like there's ghosts. It's been painted in a, like, a, like a paper background. And there's Dave and a, a cast of the characters in front. And Dave is dressed like what I can only describe as Rambo. Like a knockoff Rambo. That's He's, so good because I went as Rambo. Oh, okay. Wow. Awesome. I can't believe you got that. No, I, it's definitely Rambo. I can see. Sweet. Good job. There Excellent. I love Rambo. Great. How movie. many other guys are in that photo? Uh, oh, my, oh, my gosh. You are the only guy. <laughs> Okay, it has been determined. Dave's, it is what it is. Dave's social status at this time, specifically the year of 2013, has been fully determined. Peaked. Fully. This is peaked. you honestly. If I had to say when a year you peaked in, this was the year. This it was honestly. I uh, that that rainbow costume was just like that was because dude, you yeah. got the biceps and stuff. Showing. How did you pull this picture off, man? You were the only guy here in the middle as well. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. <laughs> okay. I think this is going to be the last picture that I scrutinize you on. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, let me just look if there's any other gems. I think we've covered all the other stuff. This, once again, once again, the common theme of other people posting pictures of you. Yeah, and see, the, I don't and the other people being women. Or people of female, uh, you know, gender. Okay, this was posted in 2016. Okay. It's Dave, looking very dapper. He's got Whoa. a suit, bow tie, and matching pocket um, handkerchief. Oh yeah. He's posed, and he's posed with a lovely young lady. Uh, just you she's could... married now, eh? Oh wow, yeah. good for her. Anyway, yeah. not to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate, given the context of this picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, this was also liked by Robert. Oh, I mean, oh, Christ. Oh, or I mean, Rob. 
Oh no, I don't know uh, if I'm gonna remember that. Edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if I'm gonna edit that out or not. Um, this was also liked by Rob. Okay, and uh, you post like the, the thing is that most of the people in our friend group listen to this podcast know who that is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna know who it is. I, I I'm just I trying know. to I'm trying to be fair here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay, and I have to say. Regardless of who's taking the picture with you, there's there's another common theme here. The expression you are wearing on your face is the exact same as the expression from the previous picture. I, would, I don't it think was, I have both eyes open. I, like, it's, I'm almost doing like, weird. it's almost like you are struggling to keep your eyes open. Like you are yeah. you're like very tired. And then you have your mouth slightly open, so you're like... What? <laughs> yeah. This idea of shock. I'm telling you, man. When you live in Peterborough, it's just a, <laughs> this cycle. It's a, it's a never ending. You were trying so. Okay, I'll, I'll let you look at it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, well, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Give me the context of this picture. So that was after my graduation. Now, I don't know about you. High school graduation? Yeah. So okay. high school graduation for us oh, wow, was, okay. was done in November. Instead of like, oh no, no, right ours was school. at the end of the year. I yeah, hated which those. Which makes so much that, sense. Yeah. Those ones not. are so bad. I had a friend in first year who was like, I gotta go back for my graduation. I'll be like, yeah. I don't even care about these people anymore. I graduated. I know, I know. And like, you don't even this, remember these yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> on this random day, you have to go back, like, to your hometown and go to your graduation. It was just like, go back to well, yeah. where and is it? Like, like Ladies and gentlemen, Peterborough. Peterborough, Ontario. Peace Hizzle, 705. The sticks, however you want to refer to it. Okay, just don't say your address. Okay, <laughs> or all. you can just say Toronto. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just joking. Toronto's part of Peterborough. It's called the um, GPA, the Greater Peterborough Area. Uh, and like all of Ontario is a part of that, mm. except for Belleville. Uh, it's just this kind of like little circle around Belleville that's just not included. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was at my graduation. Um, and like, otherwise I would not have gone back, but it was actually the valedictorian. The, oh, the, the person you, whom you took a picture with? No, I was. Oh, you were? Wow. That was a little disrespect right there. No, well, I, I, was I, a, I have to admit that was me <laughs> generalizing and being disrespectful. Oh I should have thought that it was you. Yeah. You were valedictorian. Fantastic. I valedictorian. Yeah. Yeah. That's I got fantastic. a standing O. Standing wow. O. Yeah. That's great. I... I have to admit, I ran for uh, valedictorian. Okay. Didn't get it, but I think I think people were fed up with me. To be honest. Okay. What do you? I think was already on like student council. How How did they determine it? Determine it was it? a vote. It was a vote. Okay. Yeah. So like people have told me, um, at my high school, it was just the smartest person, and I was like, like, sure, that's not a bad Sometimes idea. Sometimes it's the person like, with the highest grade, but surely, right? That it, wasn't the case. That, like. I don't think that's the best way to determine about no, no, because right? the person with the highest grade, they have the, I mean, I don't want to say they have the worst public speaking skills, but or at least I would assume I, I would assume this is a very large generalization, but I would think they wouldn't be the greatest at right in pop and maybe in popularity or in uh, speaking yeah, skills. Yeah, you have this person because, who's really active in the community, friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. like isn't like solely focusing on school and locking themselves in the room because they're hanging out with other people. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. Who's a really good speaker. Yeah. And it's like, why would I not want him who actually knows 
a whole bunch of people in the school to yeah, tell yeah, really funny exact, stories. Yeah, right? that's exactly who it was for our, yeah. in our case, like because it was and based so, on both. Yeah, for my case, it it was exactly like that. It like you had to have a certain like average, oh, right, right, right. right? Yeah. But but it was a vote in general. Nice, yeah. well, good for yeah. you. That's fantastic. That's a very good reason for going back. Yeah, I also like I got extra money for doing it, so that was the biggest. Oh thing. wow! Yeah, yeah I, I mean awards were great. Anyway, I don't want to get into that, but um, it's fun fact. You know, my uh, graduation, our valedictorian. So it was a group of friends. I didn't organize it, but I was in the friend group, which uh, got like one of those giant like heads of of the person. So we had a picture of him, and we got like a giant head, like you oh, see in like goodness. sporting events. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it was front and back. To this day, I don't know how like they actually like got it printed, but we just someone just had that in the in the crowd the entire time, and when they spoke, we just whipped it up, and Jeez. it was there. Oh yeah, that's hilarious, isn't it? Wow, that's so cool. Oh my goodness, mine yeah. was very low key. It's only like, I mean, very small school, right? Very oh, school, okay. Like that's, that's fair. That's fair. Like twelve okay. of us. Well, let's get into my next topic, which is um. Wow, this podcast has not been uh, serious at all. But uh, what thing. did I expect? Of that's a bad what thing. did I expect? It's not a bad thing. Okay. Um, what what is what are your quotes with Belleville? Oh my goodness! Why why are you so fixated on this? Um, shall well, I say disdain, dis dislike? Yeah, just pure hatred. So, yeah, well, <laughs> just, I didn't want to say hatred, but I had a feeling you were gonna say it. No, hate's a strong word, but it applies in this case. <laughs> um. So, it's just that. So I have a few friends who go here. Can I name them? Uh, you can. You can give their first name. Okay. Well, I'll just say goon number one and goon number two. They know who they are. Um, and I come here, um, and I've been to Belleville like twice. Right. Worst experience of my life. I'm like, this place is pure trash. And that's saying something, cause I was born in Peterborough. You know what I mean? It's like, like I it's have just the authority like the to say that, like, this is trash. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Bush. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like the, it's Bush, the Bush comparison. Peter Brown's like the Molson. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then, got you. And then... Um, Let's try the Bush. And then... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh, Burlington is like the mad and noisy or something like that. Or just mm. Toronto in general. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, I come here and goo number one and goo number two are talking of Belleville like it's this... Um, other Paris, this 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 piece of well, can I give can I give work? my um, perspective? Have you been to Belleville before? I have. Oh, I'm sorry. And for you. <laughs> I see. I didn't know about this controversial opinion on Belleville. I thought it was you know like any northern Ontario town. Like I didn't expect. I didn't. I didn't have any quotes. Right. So it wasn't uh, remember. Oh, not in the least. I, I apologize. Memorable. To, Sorry, memorable is not. I, I apologize to anyone who has an attachment to Belleville or lives in Belleville, but uh, I did not think it was very memorable. Mm. Yes, that's what I will say. Right. Um, but what are you? What are your problems now that I've given right. my perspective? Well, I mean, for starters, um, you drive in like to Belleville, which like is already your first mistake. Right, that you took the exit off the highway to Belleville. Um, I know, right? Like, why? And I mean, you just go there, and it's just the most bleak place you've ever seen in your life. You know what I mean? Describe it to like, me. Describe it. Um, okay. Wow, what can I? What can I say about? It? There's just kind of nothing going on. You know. Okay. 
just kind of like, it's like as if it's always in grayscale, you know? It's like the sun never shines on Belleville. It's just like always cloudy, you know what I mean? Like there's just, <laughs> I got you, know, you know what I mean? The roads are cracked, you know? It's, it's just um, like, there's nothing kind of like new about it. You know, like they still have like, in terms of like the Wendy's, like it's still like that old school Wendy's. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't feel like because they didn't renovate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you give me that was a good uh, descriptor there. Yeah, they give me a lot of context. Um, but I will say there are some redeeming factors of Belleville. Um, one of them being that it's really close to the highway, so you can get out fast. Um, the other one being, um, actually, that was the only one on the list. So that's it. But I heard a story. <laughs> Um, oh, that story? actually, um, uh, the, the priest who's the head of the cathedral there at St. Michael's, I think it's called, his name is Father Whalen. Um, he actually says that he hates Belleville just for the record. Um, and so he living there hates Belleville. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, wow. That, that really speaks to, to the quality that of Belleville. That's a lot to be yeah. honest. That's but apparently lot. back in the day, I forget when this was, it was cursed. No. Yeah. Some By other whom? priest back in the day, just like, like, I forget what the story was. Why Belleville um, of all places? What do you mean? Why? It's Belleville of all places should be cursed. It That's seems how like it a very be. innocent place. Oh, it seems like the a other place. redeeming factor is it has Reed's Dairy. So I will give it that. What is that? What is Reed's that? Dairy is an ice cream uh, store. And there was two open in Peterborough. And there was one really close to my house. Um, and so like, I always went there as a child. And it was mm. really good ice cream. Um, strong nostalgia factor exactly yeah so that's like if I was ever to go to Belleville I'd go to the Reeds Dairy but the thing is I'd probably keep my eyes closed until I got there <laughs> is that all you have to say about Belleville do you have anything else um, what do you what do you have to say to the people that are pro Belleville what do you have to say Belleville. Um, like those uh, like uh, as you put them what do you, goon one and goon two yeah goon one goon two um, just what are you doing you know what I mean why, no, do you, exactly. why do you think they come from such a perspective? Why do you think you have such a de- de- deferring opinions? Well, it's kind of just to, to, to make up for its deficiencies, I think. Or um, So they're biased. Right, right. Um, I think... So, um, Belleville, I think, only has like 40,000 people, right? Whereas Peterborough, booming. 81,000. with Massive. That. Like, almost incomparable in size um so like these Belleville people see that and they're like we want to be like Peterborough so we need to get people to move here so everybody's kind of commissioned to say hey Belleville is this awesome place come move here right I see so some sort of like propaganda yeah yeah and that's the thing I feel like once you go there you're just trapped you know because there's nothing keeping you there there is absolutely nothing you, you can't you can't tell me they, they said they keep you there you gotta you gotta leave you know if you're from Belleville move Peterborough where we're starting to build houses we have but but just houses er, for you to be fair to be er, to err on the side of object objectivity mm. just earlier on you were talking about how horrible Peterborough is so what why mm. would they move there well you can move there it's kind of like you know baby steps right Move from Belleville, you upgrade to Peterborough. And then eventually you can make your way down to Burlington or Toronto, if you like. You know, ah, so you right? One step yourself. at a time. 
Pick or just stay in Peterborough. Because we're also trying to raise our numbers. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. This is an interesting change of position. <laughs> as soon as Belleville was brought into the picture, someone became the greatest well, Peterborough that's the thing, advocate. Right? When you, when you compare, right? Like, like, like something that's bad to something that's way worse. Right? Obviously, right. the thing, like, relatively. That's pretty bad. It seems amazing now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, in a sense, Peterborough is amazing. But uh, when compared to Belgium, <laughs> when compared to Belgium, there we go. You compare it to Burlington, Peterborough has the stench about it. But that was a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can rate that answer. Uh, I wanted to know. Oh man, this is gonna be so. What do you have any advice? Because I know a lot of first year engineering students. Mm. Do you have any advice for them? Right. Um, with the course load, with the mandatory courses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Besides, don't go to class. <laughs> yeah. So, the, like, the problem with me is that I did the IB program in high school. I'm very familiar. Yeah. yeah, which did university-level work in, like, grade 12, right? So, right. that's what's kind of my problem is that I've already done a lot of this stuff in first year. So, I was just, like, that's why I started not going to class because I'm, like, I already learned all this. Right? Why do I have to go to class and, and uh -huh. listen to someone tell me what I already know? And so that's what built the terrible habit of not going to class. I see. It made you just, completion. completion. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Trickled down into to, yeah. to upper years. But so definitely go to class. Okay. Build that habit, right? Because even though like you might have already learned it, whatever, it just it's a good habit. Just do it. Do your work on time if you can. I am the biggest procrastinator ever. That's all I can say. What? Okay. What are your um? What are your thoughts on hard work? Hmm. It's man. Oh man, that's that's a good question. Um. So. Oh boy, I don't know. I just find it really hard to do hard, like work hard for school. But the thing is like once I get into like a job place, right? And I know like I have a supervisor, like I'm all about uh, impressing people. That's just kind of like one of the things about me. So that, that's what motivates you. Yeah, is, is, is impressing people. And, and just like, uh, I know my parents aren't really super impressed by grades, which is like nice because there's no pressure. They're not like, expecting like a pluses or whatever right so i don't have like that pressure um but for like a workplace like i work super hard like i did a lot of like laboring jobs and stuff and like so sort of like tough work right on the body but like i always kind of maintain this kind of um standard that i set for myself uh in terms of like how much effort i put in mm -hmm. i just find it so hard to translate that to, to school work what do you think it is about um, having a job that makes you more motivated is it your supervisor yeah, it's immediately there you know what I mean like he's present like almost okay. like like all the time right so you can really see him so I think I just need like a supervisor or something like that you know what I mean for I school you. yeah which I guess someone it's um, easier uh, it's easier to work hard when you're held accountable mm, this is mm. the thing that I think uh, most uh, first years run into or a quintessential university problem it's when you move out or if you're not living at home and then you have all these assignments and stuff due and no one's ho holding you accountable right how do you deal with it how do you yeah. succeed yeah right? no and that's true that's very true 
Work hard. Work hard. Get rich. Oh, good motivation. Okay. Um, okay, this leads to me to my next um, series of questions. What, what makes you get up in the morning? What, what pushes you? What motivates you? Ooh. To do work or just to live life? Just everything. Whoa. Just do your program. This is very hard. Yeah. Uh, so I guess in that, um, not tracking back on what I said, I know like I pay a lot of money to be here. So right. I like I need to like get through it. I don't really enjoy engineering, but at the same time, um, I can do it. And I really don't know what engineering is, nor do a lot of people. Right? Like what it can mean, mean so many different things. Um, engineering, like like uh, what engineering actually looks like in practice, right? If you call yourself an engineer, right? It doesn't right. really define what it actually is. It's very broad. Yes, yes. But then at the same time, the good thing about an engineering degree is that it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. So I could not even go into engineering. Yeah, you could, you know I know I mean? a lot of like, engineers that go into business. Right, right like Smith. Yeah. The, the guy who, who made the Smith School of Business. Yeah, exactly. Right? There, there's so many different avenues. And that's one of the reasons I chose applied mathematics is that this mathematics background is pretty good in terms of trying to go somewhere else. Like pretty finance yeah. or, 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 or just like a business analyst or what have you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping doors open. Uh, is, there, is there a mentor you have? Is there someone you look to for guidance? Ooh. Yeah, um, actually, so I met this person in my church back home who's a businessman. Um, uh, he's retired now, but he's this, man, really accomplished businessman. Like, he's given talks at Harvard and Stanford. Oh, wow. And, yeah, Princeton. So, like, this guy's, like, legit. He has his hands in, like, so many different businesses. Um, and, like, right now, he's retired, um, but he's still on the boards, of oh, a lot man. of these so he makes a ton of money yeah yeah no he does he's very rich but very modest very very modest um and so like he he um we got employed by him to be just a laborer for he just had a hobby farm right and he was getting older and it was getting like kind of burdensome to to take care of the the whole area so we were there kind of like fixing his garden and stuff like that uh cutting the lawn and different things like that but it's really good because the reason he got to that position in his life it is because he worked hard right and Mm -hmm. you could tell that Um, Mm -hmm. and he rewarded hard work and expected no less than hard work Um, like the guy was so rich that he retired when he was 40 Wow yeah but the reason you retire when you're 40 is because you get addicted to your work Right, and you get addicted to, to working, right? I think there's this story that like um, he was making a bunch of phone calls on his day, and nobody was picking up, right? And then he realized he looked at his calendar, and it was December twenty fifth. Oh wow! Right, like that was the type of guy he he was, and so like his retirement only lasted like a few months, and he had to go back to work because that's just what he knew, and what got him to that place, and what he was kind of like in a way addicted to mm-hmm. right um and so like uh, just this idea of working hard you really really was good at, at instilling in me just like always put your best effort forward 
I just don't know why I have such a hard time translating that to school. But um, it's just like, like always do your best, right? Um, yeah. And you don't know how that will be rewarded. Like sometime, sometimes it won't be rewarded in a job. But a lot of the times, like people take notice of, of, of the extra like work you put in, right? And then hopefully somewhere down the line, right, you will be rewarded for that hard work. Nice. Wow. Okay. That was great. That's exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> There's a serious <laughs> Thank segment. you for finally, All right. finally reaching that. We can, we can move on. I don't have any more. No, I don't think I have... I have one more serious topic. We get that. We do that at the end normally. Okay. But um, okay. There's a there's a big controversy. Ooh. More controversy. Hit me, hit me. I'm ready. Anne Hathaway. Oh my goodness. Susan Boyle. Oh jeez. Um, what is the song's name? I had a dream. I dreamed a dream. I dreamed a dream. From well, Les Mis. Forgive me. Forgive me. From Les Les Mis. An absolutely beautiful song. Beautiful song. To be honest, after this discussion was brought to me, I I went home, I rescinded, I listened to both versions. Mm. I thought that there was a clear winner, but contextually, I could see how the opinions would differ. Right. What are your thoughts? So, I just think um, Anne Hathaway's version. She's not a singer. She's 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 a great actress. I mean, she's a fantastic she's, actress. Very beautiful. She's, very she's, respectful. She's not a singer. There's moments in that I know she's trying to convey passion and and all that good stuff. But it's such a beautiful song that you know I don't mm-hmm. want you like grunting and screaming during it. I know, no, it like I chills. looked it up last night and I rewatched it and I'm like, this is exactly what I was talking about. Like, there's moments where she just like just screams almost, you know. It does this like a weird thing and mm-hmm. it's going on in her throat. I don't, I don't know. You know, it's like just cough and clear out, you know, <laughs> what's in your throat, right? And just sing the line. Um, and then you compare it to Susan Boyle. Come on. Come Frank out saw Susan Boyle on, um, what is it, Britain Got Talent? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great that Britain was the song that she sang and she became famous afterwards. Yeah, I think and there's also- a reason. Also right. the name of one of, I think it's also the name of her album or something like that. Oh yeah, I Dreamed a Dream. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, I listened to both versions and I mean, if you're going to talk about singing wise, Susan Boyle, I mean, is absolutely on top. Right, But contextually exactly. in the movie, Anne Hathaway plays a character. So this is the thing, right? Anne Hathaway was in the movie. Now, what if you replaced her with Susan Boyle? In right. that position, you know, I just wonder, you know, I how that would that change too. her performance, right? She might put like a lot more emotion into it and whatever. Um, but I just think it'd just be far superior to Anne Hathaway's, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you're, I'm losing, in, you're, you're losing looks. I'm right? I'm inclined <laughs> to agree. I'm inclined. <laughs> yeah, but you already just pan me. away. Just pan away. You don't. You don't you just, <laughs> just have Susan Boyle looking at the back and like. Oh no, no. Have back. Anne Hathaway in the scene mouthing, mouthing. Susan Boyle's. Right. Why does she have to sing? I don't exactly, understand. Exactly. 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 I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do that. I mean, surely she's not meant to sing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Right. And and so that's. I think people agree with that. But people just don't want to admit it that I'm right. Once again, just once again with the same fallacy of the Belleville argument. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the, the just the, the delusion. Yeah. 
That's uh, yeah. I guess that's a shout out to goon number three who starts with an M, who's in commerce. <laughs> that one's for you. All right. Well, I uh, hope you're not referring to me. I don't think you are. But um, okay. Uh, this is a this is a hard hitting um question. This is a hard. Ooh. This is one that uh, digs digs deep to your uh, opinions. Oh. It's um, your thoughts on the best chicken restaurant the establishment which provides the uh greatest fried chicken yes okay there's no other fried chicken restaurant that you should attend other than popeye's louisiana kitchen it is far superior like when we're talking about like superiority we're talking about Usain Bolt 2008 Olympics 100 meter final that's where Popeyes is Popeyes is Usain everything else is we're talking else we're talking Bush and Matt and Noisy yeah there it is there it is right there is so big of a gap that you look behind and it's you can't even see the person right like like Popeyes is far superior I think what do we have here in Kingston we have Mary Brown's who's mm-hmm. that we have Mary Who, Brown's yeah who's Mary Brown right and why is she making chicken right just stop just stop right kfc colonel sanders they say it's finger looking good like i throw it in the trash right i'm not licking my fingers i'm wiping them off with a with a serviette right louisiana chicken like there's just this this crispiness to it like this louisiana spice if you get the spice don't get the mild don't break my heart and get the mild. Get the mm-hmm. spicy every single time. Mm-hmm. Right? And just just enjoy. Right? See, the thing I like about Popeyes is you walk in and mm. you get this you get this um smell. Just just mm. you just hit you're just hit by this exactly. uh, torrent of of uh I don't know, like this this chicken smell. This aroma. This aroma, right. right. Oh man. It's it's just it's just amazing. Right. I mean, I don't even know how you'd work there without sampling everything, all of the goods. Exactly. Exactly. And and you know how like in the cartoons where someone starts like floating when they hear like a smell and they're like leading by their nose? You know mm. what I mean? It's just, again, back to like just the crispiness, the flavor of the Popeye's chicken. It comes with a biscuit, which is just heavy. I, I was, that was a separate segment. Like mm. the biscuit, I have to say the biscuit is um how do i put this it's 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 something to look forward to mm. it's like you have the chicken you eat it and then you left with this this golden brown biscuit and you bite into it oh it's just my. oh my goodness right and you're washing down that whole meal with cajun fries right yeah and the spice on those bad boys oh my goodness right no i'm totally on board i agree with you this exactly. is exactly this is it Popeyes is superior. I wonder what led to their superiority. Yeah, I, I don't know. What because it is, Popeyes but... wasn't always a thing. Like when you and I were younger, we didn't have mm, Popeyes. Mm, we had KFC. Mm. They were cooking it down in Louisiana and decided that hey, yo, Kentucky, you got nothing on us, right? And they made the restaurant. Like this is what fried chicken is supposed to taste like. Okay. Wow. Um, we talked about the biscuit. What is your go? What is your go-to order at Popeyes? Meal. Because see, I go there and I'm like, man, I, I want 
I like everything here. I don't mm. know what to order. Mm. What is your order? Well, it's always like the tenders. They're they're good. They're really good. They're really See, good. I I like the tenders. Mm. Mm. And if you go for the tenders, what sauce do you go for? Um, I'm partial to the barbecue. I'm a barbecue man. I know Sweet you're gonna heat. judge me. Sweet, Sweet heat. heat every single time. I gotta try it. Then. Oh my god. I goodness. gotta try it. The spice that that adds and the flavor. Sweet heat. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. So good. Okay. Um. So they have the tenders have a special special place in my heart, but the chicken is what I go to every single time. I go. Well, it depends oh, how I'm feeling, okay. but usually four piece. Sometimes, oh. you know, if I really just want to put myself to sleep, just get that platter. Double up on the fries. Right, because you can get two sides with a platter, right? Oh. So you could go for onion rings or something. Onion rings oh, aren't bad. Wow. Or you could just double down on the fries. Oh man, yeah. that's a power move. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get two biscuits. Oh wow, that's drink. A, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a light drink as well. So platter on the chicken. Okay. Yeah, four peas. I'm telling you, you eat that. I don't know if you're gonna make it home. You might as well I, just bring that to is sleep a there. that is a prime case for what I like to call the. Mm-hmm. Post um, fast food comatose, exactly. food comatose. Yeah, you're just it hits you like for me if I eat lunch, like around three four o'clock, bam, I'm instantly like I want to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just hits you like the the oils and stuff just. Oh yeah. Just you know, seize up your body. But it's just it's such a great feeling. You know what I mean? I, just, I don't know if I describe it as great. Oh, it absolutely is, and I just keep going back to it. Can I ask oh, you a question? Or oh, do you want to finish your, if you want to finish your question? No, 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 ask me a question. Okay. I was just, how was your vacation in Jamaica? Oh, you want to know about your vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you end up going? Oh, I went, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, it was a bit of a rough start because... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, because we had a morning flight. I think it had like, um, I think it was at nine, sometime around nine, right? Mm. What what day? Like, do you go for the whole break? Like, go for Christmas? No, or? no, no. We, we I went there for like five days. Okay. Um, but it was it was by far the roughest start to a vacation I've ever had. <sighs> so I'm I went there with my family, and I think we we got to the airport around like six. So six or seven. So we were running a bit behind because you know normally you want to go there like three hours before, right? Yeah. So we were running a bit behind and we get there and then um, we, you know, you go, you line up and you go to like, I, I've been on a lot of flights, like I fly a lot, so I'm, I'm pretty used to the process. Mm. So we go and they, 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 they're supposed to check you in and we go to check in and they go, um, so all of your tickets are canceled, like they're not there. And I, really? and my, and my, I was over with my parents, I'm like, my parents go, what? Oh like, what? And it's funny because in the line, my parents are going... Mario, never book with Expedia. Expedia is so bad. Like, we regret it, blah, blah, blah. Because they booked with Expedia for this one time because we barely ever use it. Mm. And then this happens. So I had to get on the horn with Expedia. I get, we leave the line. We don't know what's going on. My parents go to, like, the ticketing boot, booth, which is essentially yeah. where you'd go to, like, buy another ticket. Like, like essentially. And yeah. I didn't know at the time, but my parents didn't tell me. But, like, apparently there's only one flight for Jamaica per day. So if we didn't get in on that flight which was in like two hours yeah we would have to go on like the next day oh my goodness so we already like missed a day of our vacation basically um so we go to the ticketing aisle and i'm on the phone with uh like the expedia people blah blah blah. like an hour passes or something like that and 
they they my my dad at the ticketing booth ended up like solving the problem like they like basically uh, basically Expedia and Air Canada Vacations messed up because mm-hmm. Expedia paid Air Canada Vacations Air Canada Vacations pays Air Canada for the tickets and somewhere in between the payment didn't go through so our seats were booked but they didn't get paid for so they got canceled oh my goodness so it wasn't our fault at all right and yeah. then um so it, but up until then we didn't know what's going on so it was mm. extremely like like stressful and worrying yeah. and stuff like that because you're like I, I, I genuinely thought like we were not gonna get in the plane because i didn't get involved with like the booking process i don't know what my parents did right so i was like all right we're not going <laughs> i was like to my little my younger sibling my little sister i was like we're not going like just just deal with it oh, she was like okay <laughs> but no somehow they ended up figuring it out like we we nice. like put our thing in and then we got on the flight like with like minutes to spare like i've never been that close so that was rough wow. but and then because we got on the plane late only like two of our baggages got on so one of them just just got left behind in um in canada really but wow luckily like when you stay at the resort they're very nice like they they pick up the baggage and bring it to the resort like yeah. if it's left yet so that had ended up happening but oh, nice. other than that like the vacation was very nice that was my that was my third time to Jamaica. That's how much we yeah, like it. Yeah, man. It's a lot of fun. It's so Jamaica. much fun. Yeah, so Jamaica is, is a ton of fun. I love it there. I love the people. Mm. People are a big thing. Yes. Sir. I love um, the beaches and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, that was a that was pretty nice vacation, though. We I was in the grill, which is, like, mm. apparently seven-mile-long beach. Uh, the beach was okay. It was all right. It was it was pretty fun. I I oh one fun thing I did was um they have a place called Rick's Cafe where they have like um like a bar area blah blah, mm. blah and then they have like it's overlooking like cliffs. Nice. And then they have cliff diving. Oh so yeah I, yeah yeah I've seen that I've seen that I didn't go but I've yeah so that, I I like I uh, like you could jump off the cliff and yeah. I, I jumped off and it nice. was a lot of fun. Sweet. And it was kind of fun for me because there was a bunch of people there and they were like a little bit like too worried. Oh, like jump up like there was like a lull in the cliff jumping yeah and i was like ah like whatever i'm gonna go do it <laughs> and then so you get up there and they have like they have they have the ledge and you're looking down and you're like oh and i could show you a video i could show you a thing of it but you're like wow that's like that's really far mm. um sorry i'm just kidding so i'm like wow that's really far uh i don't know if i'm i was like really iffy and then I go and the guy's like, yeah, man, you got to read the sign there. So <laughs> they make you go back and read this sign that yeah. says like, you, we are not liable for any like spinal injury, this injury, like that injury, like mm. this sign, like, you know, like when you go into roller coaster, there's those signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was one of those signs, but mm. it was like, it was, it was crazy. Like it was like. Basically, your spine is going to leave your body or something like that. And I read it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I, I read it. I go back down. And they're like, okay. I don't know why they make you do this. But I guess to like test your fear or something. Okay. They make you uh, go on the ledge with your toes hanging off. Really? So, you like in my mind, I'm like, all right. I'm going to. Because I've jumped off like high things before into like okay. lakes and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. normally what you want to do is like jump so that there's distance from like the ledge mm. and where you are in the like you don't want to just like step off yeah because then you'll hit like the rocks yeah so you want to have like a little bit of a run up or whatever like you want to like go off but no oh. they said you have to jump like with your toes hanging off the ledge 
Wow. Why? I guess it's like, a, in my mind, I'm thinking like it's a fear test. Like they're, they're just doing it. So like, I don't know. Then make sure that you don't do anything dumb. I guess it's more dangerous if you just, uh, like run off and then yeah. I, I jump and it's a ton of fun. And I got this cool thing on my story where I, I, I like reverse the jump, but you can see, you can see me jumping there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. That is. Yeah. That's it. And yeah, wow. that's my, that, that was fun. That's Dude, sweet. we should go to Jamaica. Yeah, that'd be Let's so do much it. fun. Hey guys, we're gonna take another break. We're, we're going. We're gonna go get on a flight. We're gonna go get on a flight. But so I have this crazy story about Jamaica as well. Oh yeah, what? What is it? Well, I've only been once, uh, but I went for Christmas. I think I went for two weeks. But um, nice. so on Christmas Day, we were staying at a resort. We decided to drive to Negril, right? Because that has one of the best beaches in Jamaica. Yeah, that's where I was um, at. So. We, we drove there. Uh, we took the coastal route. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So right beside the water. Because in super Jamaica, nice. all the roads mainly run along the coast. Right. Right, right, right. right. And it's super beautiful. Yeah, super it's beautiful. gorgeous. Jamaica, yeah, it really is. Um, and so we got there fine. And um, we, we went to uh, the beach there. Super fun. Ended up doing this, uh, what is it called? Skidoo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I went, super fine. And then my younger brother went, and I don't know, the guy just, like, who was running it, just wouldn't let him drive it by himself until, like, I think you got, like, 20 minutes with it. But, like, he was always with my brother, like, just kind of still teaching him. Oh, and then he gave my brother, like, two minutes just by himself to do his thing. Right? Wow, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. And so my dad got so angry. It was crazy. He's like, hey, take, take my dad. kid. Yeah, oh my goodness. It's that South American fire. <laughs> it was. It came out. Um, and he's like, take my kid out for like a little longer, right? Because he didn't even get his own time to like drive the skidoo around. Because I got like a solid 10 mm. or 15 minutes just driving by myself. Right? Yeah, that's so much fun. Yeah. I haven't driven one of those, but I really want it. Yeah. Anyways, my dad got so mad. Um, and then we had to leave... Because uh, my dad wouldn't pay him. Oh, <laughs> no. He, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, I know. I, I know, know for I know. a fact you can't do that. Yeah, like, no. Jamaican and my mom realized not... that because he's from Jamaica. Yeah, and so knows. she paid him. My dad got really mad about that. So we ended up packing up the car. This is not and... North America. Like, you can't be like, I don't like this yeah, service yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, I yeah. refuse to pay. Yeah. Here they'd be like, Okay, sir, like, sorry about that. They're like, what about my brother? What about you? you gotta bring on a posse on here. <laughs> then, like, uh, 10 guys show up. No, like, that's the thing. And other people started coming. And so, yeah, 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 we're like, so we packed up the car, left pronto. Um, but we paid the guy. Um, and we decided, my parents thought it was a good idea. Instead of taking the coastal route again, we'd go through the mountains. Main, to the mainland, yeah, through the mountains. It was, oh my goodness, what a mistake. Why? Oh my what goodness! Because the roads in Jamaica are very, very uh, up and up and down, eh? Well, they're very up and down, very windy, especially yeah. on the mountains, right? I have to admit, along the when I was driving from the grill to the airport, like from the airport to the grill, rather, mm-hmm. I I started getting nauseous. Like I, yeah. I barely get nauseous. Very windy. Eh? Like I've been to India, I've been to Sri Lanka, and mm-hmm. those roads are bad. Yeah. And then I got there, and I started like feeling sick, and mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like yeah. dude, the roads are really windy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. But the thing is that they're not wide, right? Right, right, right? And so the thing is, like, that's not too bad. But when you're driving through the mountains, you're really high up, and the only thing preventing you from falling off is like it's so funny. Like sometimes there's nothing, but yeah, they yeah. lay like two bricks, <laughs> like just a wall <laughs> of just two bricks, 
like that's gonna prevent you from like going down to your death in this like huge valley on the mountains, right? And so, but the thing is, the people who live there are accustomed to driving on it, right? So they're just speeding, right? Yeah, they're they always speed. Past. Scariest thing, right? Like, it's right. Like, you're risking your life right now to do that. Like, it's crazy at what speed they go in such like a, a tight road, right? And such a windy road as well. But anyways, so at this one point, it was so tight that there was this car parked on the side. And this was almost towards the end. My dad clips it. No. Clips the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is... Well, like, why is your dad driving? You gotta get the locals to drive, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No, we rented a car because it's oh. cheaper. Right, right, right. You know? Um, and so, clips the car. My dad says nothing. My mom says nothing. None of the... Like, none of our brothers said anything. We all heard it. It was very loud. Nothing. Right? We're not snitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> we just So, we keep on driving like nothing happened. Right? Yeah. And so, we get to the end. We were driving back to Montego Bay. Right, right. Where we were staying. And Montego um, Bay is really nice. That's where the airport it is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where the airport is. Um, and so, we're on like this one uh, um, intersection where we turn right and we're back to Montego Bay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. we hit this car back there, but like we're almost home free. Right when the light turns green, uh-huh. this car comes speeding. No. Passes us while we're turning and cuts us off in the middle of the intersection. No yeah, and guides us towards the side of the road. Oh my god. Yeah. So we're like fearing for our lives right now. You know what I mean? Because oh we just clipped their car and just kept on driving. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they get out, right? And there's a bunch of bunch of So you clipped the car mess. that was actually like people were in it. Yeah. Oh no, they weren't in it. They were I think there was like a cafe there or something like that. I don't know. There were a restaurant. Or so they jumped in their car, car and yeah. drove up yeah. and cut you yeah. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I know, I know, that I know. That is amazing. Yeah, so we're at the side of the road. These guys just come out, you know, there's like three of them. I would have been yeah. absolutely petrified. I know, I know. And we were, right? At like, least your was mom was crazy. there. Like she, she sort of like could... She's so, so, but like she's quite white, right? Because she was oh, in right. the British part of, of, of Jamaica. Um, anyways, but then like my dad was like, uh, I don't know, just said like, he was sorry. And they realized that we were foreigners and stuff like that as if it's okay if we're foreigners, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) somehow it's okay to hit your car, but they were super nice and it was Christmas, Uh, right? But still like, it was one of the scariest things that I would have. And that was Christmas day. You know what I mean? Like it was like, I was already fearing for my life. The whole time we were driving, you know, I, like, I was, I would have I was already scared. It. Like I those two bricks it. were not. I, I understand you. where you're coming from. Yeah. Like that is a scary situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways, worked out well. I'm here, still alive. We're still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Still love Jamaica. Mark goes out there. Uh, yeah, don't let that experience. Uh, well, see, it, it worked out. It proved the quality of Jamaicans. They didn't. They weren't yeah. crazy. Nice people. Nice yeah, people. They were nice. Yeah. Just, just. But don't go around hitting the cars. Just that's I mean, to be fair, you should have stopped. And yeah, I know. Handled the situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a poor move. Um, but yeah. Anyways, makes for a good story. Well, yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed um, by their uh, passion for the car to get 
yeah, drive up yeah. and jump in there and try oh mobilize. Yeah. Like they and they must have been driving at a lot of speed. You know what Dude, I mean? they could have been like quick. They could have been like eating. They could have been in the middle of something. Yeah. They seen this and they were like, no, nah, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's yeah. funny. No. Okay. You and I have a very um, interesting common interest. Ooh. It is the uh, the opera. Yes. The three tenors. Mm. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Keep talking. Yes. Um, where, where did you get this interest? How did it develop? Um, so, mm. so good. Um, but, yeah, my mom was the one who really uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Andrea Bocelli. She listens to a lot of Andrea Bocelli and a lot of Luciano. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I got the passion for it from. Sorry, there's a million things going on. Yeah, the Luciano. So your mom introduced you. Yeah, yeah. And we had like this DVD of the three tenors, right? Just watch it. That's weird because I, I thought it would have been your dad that introduced you because he's from a Spanish place. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, it was my mom. I, I should ask her where she got it from. But um, that's, a, that's a bit interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, how did I get into opera? Oh, yeah, that, that's a good question. How did I get into it? Well, I stumbled upon these these series of videos on YouTube called um oh my goodness. The these series of videos called uh Pavrotti and Friends, which mm. is which comes from Exactly, that's exactly the name I used. Pavrotti and Friends. Because yeah, 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 yeah. like Which is basically Luciano Pavrotti, if if you guys don't know, is um an Italian opera singer who mm. is is pretty is pretty well known. He's a mm. part of this group called the Three Tenors. And he put on these things um, when he was getting older, I think, where he would um, put on a concert in some somewhere in Italy. I don't know where it is. And he would invite a bunch of major stars mm. to come in at the time. So you have stars like George Michael, James Brown, um, Sting. Bono. I think Bono. Yeah. Like these huge stars at the time. Huge. Um, Brian Adams. Uh, who would put on these like charity concerts where he would just invite them and he would essentially have them on stage all all for charity. Like they all did it for charity, which yeah. is amazing. And yeah. I stumbled upon these videos where he does like his favorite like uh, Western songs or American songs okay. and he like sings opera with them. Right. Just, so, yeah. and one of them I sent to you was just amazing, which is James Brown, It's a Man's World. And he does, he does, he tra- the lyrics, his parts are, the lyrics translated into Italian, and he sings alongside James Brown, and it's absolutely Just these combinations stellar. you would never the, think Yeah, of. the combination, you know what I mean? he sings with uh, Celine Dion. Right. Like, it's amazing. But, like, you wouldn't think those work. Yeah, you wouldn't think do. it worked. It, you know, it's, somehow it's amazing. It just, yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what blew my mind, and I was like, man, I need more of this opera stuff, because I got interested from that, and then I started listening to you know other people like Andrea Bocelli, hey. who's who another great combination. If you guys haven't heard it, is um, Ed Sheeran's song "Perfect," perfect, but he has um, "Perfect Sin- Symphony," where Andrea Bocelli sings um, the second half in in Italian. Have you not heard this? No, I have not heard. Have that. you not heard this? No. Oh my! This is wow. This is like my favorite song. Okay, guys, we're gonna take our third break now. We're, I'm gonna have to play this now. I'm gonna have to play this. But anyway, so I just love this combination, and I think 
But um, I just like the combination. It's very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I started listening to opera, and then I, I love the Italian uh, language. It's mm, very good. Very beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. Shout out to Greta. Shout out to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Shout are doing it right. Shout out to all the Italians. <laughs> yeah. Shout out but, to all uh, the Italians. No, I'm very jealous of the language. Pasta lasagna. It sounds fantastic like when being sung. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a major advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much flow to it. Ooh. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta use the washroom. I'm gonna be coming right back. Sorry. If you need to use it, let me know. This is just the David segment. It's just it. <laughs> hey, podcast. Um, I'm just gonna tell you what's going on in my mind. Uh, well, right now I'm thinking about Popeyes. So, oh, four pieces just calling my name. You know, it's just oh my goodness. If you haven't had Popeyes, it's just a question of. What are you doing with your life? Um, how have you lived to this point without trying Popeyes? And get Popeyes right now. Just just stop listening to this podcast. Press pause. You can come back. I'll forgive you. Go to Popeyes. Get yourself a four-piece. Platter if you, if you feel crazy. Double down on those Cajun fries. Large drink. Make sure it's Fruitopia and Sprite. Two biscuits. Come back. Listen to this podcast. And just fall asleep. Honestly, just let the grease take you away to a nice little coma. What are you talking about? Nothing, nothing, nothing. So, you're Anglican? You're. I am. Yes, yes. But. Um, so, okay, give me the background. So, were you, so raised, just, were you my, raised Anglican? I wasn't, no. Uh, my dad actually, uh, my dad's an Anglican minister now. He was only, uh, became an Anglican minister about five years ago, five or four years ago, um, which is awesome, right? Like ordinations in themselves are mm-hmm. beautiful, mm-hmm. right? When it's your dad, right? Yeah. And he breaks down crying during it. You know what I mean? Like nothing can really top that. Wow. You know? Um, so, but yeah, I, I, was, I was raised a Christian. I always believed in God. Um, I had these strong, devout parents, which I'm so thankful for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, examples of faith, um, people that I could look to, you know, um, as role models. And, yeah, so, I, like, I went through the Protestant conversion to the faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I always believed in God, but I never had a personal relationship, right? right? right, right. I never really w- the knew Eucharist, what that meant. The Eucharist, right? Right, and, and, and so there's, um, instead of baptism, it's this idea of accept the Lord Jesus into your heart and you will be saved, right? And I right. did that, I think, in grade seven. Um, but that's the first time I encountered the Holy Spirit, which it was crazy because, uh, so I accepted Jesus into my heart and just kind of, they're like, they probed us, say, like, just ask, like, the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and I did and it did it was this um, I don't know how to describe it but this unbelievable feeling of peace so at that moment I was like okay you know this is real right this isn't just something that's made up or right um, anyway this is real and I wish I said I was a very much like practicing or zealous Christian after that but I really wasn't I like I knew I loved God, but I really didn't show it. Um, and then you reveal, 
substantial way or, or, or um, visible way. And so, um, yeah, I, I came to Queens, but like, um, I worked at a summer, a Christian summer camp for three years. I went to another uh, Christian camp as well, and I heard there that um, these people who went to McMaster, like some of the counselors went to McMaster, and they're like, oh yeah, we have uh, this awesome thing where we all have a house and we're all Christian, right? And I was like, wow, like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like I want that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People who believe the same thing as I do. Mm-hmm. Like like I want that. Anyways, like I ended up coming to Queens, and I don't know. It was so far, so hard to find that. You know what I mean? Like I tried different places, and it just didn't. Like I don't know. I didn't. Not fit, but like I didn't really make friends. It just didn't. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it or, or, or what it is. Um, but yeah, I ended up um, the the way that I was introduced to the. Um, the Catholics was through Saturday Sports mm-hmm. run by Newman House. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to just give a brief explanation on what Newman House is. Um, Newman House is basically the Catholic organization on campus. We run events like Thursday night dinner and mass, mm-hmm. and we are just a community of people who um, believe in Catholicism and share our faith. Um, in community, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, fantastic. I met some fantastic people. Um, and one of our events is Saturday Sports. Where we right. Where all the men get together um, and play sports. I looking for this Christian community. But, and like, in a way I found it, but I just didn't realize it. Because I had no idea what Catholicism was whatsoever. Like, oh, yeah. I always heard the debate in high school. Oh, there's Catholicism and then there's Christians. Right. right and like are they Christians I don't know like I didn't chime in at all because I had no idea what the heck Catholicism was um, and so I think I only actually went to a Newman Thursday night mass and dinner once towards the end of second semester of first year mm-hmm. um, and the good thing and such a blessing is that I come from uh, the Anglican faith which is quite close Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Anglicans don't even consider themselves Protestants. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, a lot of people describe it as diet Catholicism. Um, but so it's very close in liturgy. Right. Um, so it wasn't anything super abnormal to me, you know, which is such a blessing um, that it wasn't all that strange because I just feel like, you know, someone comes from a church today that's just like, you know, a non denominational church which just worship and then, you know, a message. Right. right, and they come and you're singing Latin, you know. Right, right, right. You know, and just hymns and stuff like that. I feel like that'd be like a little, like such a culture shock in a way. Right. Um, not that we sing Latin in the Anglican Church, but it is all hymns, right? right. Uh, usually, but um, yeah. And then I think it was really only until Rise Up of my second year. Rise Up is this Catholic conference that happens over the winter break. Uh, it's about five days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know everything was like okay this, this is just massive like, event right yeah 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 everything up to that point with catholicism like okay this isn't something that's crazy to me like it's nothing that's super different to the anglican faith um i remember a friend telling me that i couldn't receive the eucharist 
for the first time. Uh, that was kind of crazy. It was so crazy because like I asked why and they're like, oh, it's the body and blood of Jesus. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm just maybe not naturally inquisitive, but I just like shrugged it off. Like, yeah. like oh, okay, whatever. That's what you believe. What I believe, you know, it's different. That's yeah. okay. But yeah, Rise Up was my first kind of Catholic experience because like everything was normal. And I remember someone describing to me what the conference was like and um they were just like oh yeah um the highlight of the conference is we ring in the new year with praise and worship and we dance i'm like wow you know that really speaks to my mm. protestant heart of mm -hmm. praise and worship you know what i mean i love mm -hmm. that yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, that's something we do um but then like there were some fantastic talks um and then like during the conference they're like okay now we're gonna bring out this dead guy's hand Oh, right. I was, like, I was like, what? You know what I mean? And yeah. I was kind of like looking around at uh, my friends and everybody's acting like it's so normal. But no, relics do have their place. I think yeah. um, John Henry Newman, I think, well, soon to be uh, Saint Newman, right? Because I think he got his, mm -hmm. or in the process of yeah, being yeah. canonized. Um, it was this idea of this model of the incarnation, right? Uh, and this idea that uh, Jesus in these physical beings, right? It's not just the spirit that God acts. He acts in the physical. And that's exactly what the sacraments are, right? It's a physical world. God makes himself, uh, manifests himself in these tangible ways. And so it's kind of that uh, defense against the idea of Jesus is just spirit, right? And that's exactly what the Eucharist um, is not just spirit it is this true physical thing right in the same way these relics are these uh testaments of the these uh true uh physical people who live these amazing lives and who god's uh grace worked through them and is still working through them to through our veneration can can grant us grace as well through this veneration is what i i kind of realized in um looking back on it um is that like right after i was praying and just god put something on my heart that uh you know like this uh just who he is and and, and just what like the reality of god and the idea that you know what i experienced before of the holy spirit kind of fulfilling me and filling me with peace um, was a product of me really putting Jesus at the center of my life, mm -hmm. right? And Jesus says he's the way, the truth, and the life, right? It's not a way, a truth, or one way of living your life, right? It's the way, the truth, and the life, mm -hmm. right? Very explicit that, you know, ultimate fulfillment comes from him, mm -hmm. which is, I don't know, it's, it's so true. And, and like, right, that's what, reality is mm -hmm. uh, in a way and so that really shook me and, and so like at that moment in my life I was really like I was struggling to find a church I really didn't go that often I, I made the excuse of wow I'm too busy you know engineering's tough I need to stay back and study and stuff like that um, but then like after that experience I was like you know I need to start taking this stuff more seriously Right, and how can I do that in a uh, practical way? Is 
let's just start going to church at least once a week. Uh, but I didn't know where to go. But then I heard. Why, why, why from, did you go to the Anglican? It was good, but you know, I also wanted to meet people of my same age. Oh, okay. You know, and the Anglican church is very much known for not having people my age. You yeah, know, like I, it's, I know. It's, it's a very older mean. demographic. Uh, much like Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So maybe something I'm used to. But anyways, I was looking for, for you know, other university students. Right, right, right. Um, and I knew a place. It was Newman, Thursday right. night. And I also heard that Father Raymond was one of the finest Catholic commentators yeah. um, from George Weigel. What a compliment. Uh, and so I just decided to go there. Because why not listen to a homily given by one of the finest Catholic commentators? Right? Right. And so that kind of started and it snowballed into this idea. I think it really... Um, it really... Uh, th- this idea uh, of investing myself in, in figuring out what Catholicism really is. Right. really that's started. Ex- that's exactly what, what triggered me. I was like... Mm. Well, I reached a point in my life where I was like, well, it's either I'm Catholic or I'm something else. Uh. Let me figure out what the heck Catholicism is. Right. And then I'm like, wait, this is... This is right. Like, this yeah. is legit. Yeah. I wasn't just raised to, l- like, learn this fallacy. Like, this mm. is this is it. Yeah. No, it's true. And and so what, what started that for me was actually the woman's honoring, which I wasn't supposed to be at. But Russell, uh, goon number four. <laughs> <laughs> I think you already said goon number No, no, no. No, no, no yeah, run for it. Yeah, run for it. I know my goons. Uh he messaged me like, oh, we need extra help. Uh, and for people listening to the podcast who don't know what the Women's Honoring is, it's this event during uh, Newman House where we just honor the woman, right? Uh, and it was just so beautiful because you take three steps out of Newman House, right? And women are treated the exact opposite by society, by other women, in some cases, mm. and by men in general, mm. right? There's such a lack of respect mm. for who they are and their dignity. And so just that complete kind of 180 degree twist on, on, on what, you know, this, this the, our treatment of women should be, just kind of moved me. Mm. Uh, and I was like, like just like, yes to, to, to that. Uh, and so I was like, well, you know, like I need to find out you know, what's going on here? What do these guys believe in? Like, what's going on? And so that's where it really just started of, you know, what is this Catholicism? What what do Catholics believe in? And so I just started investing. It was a whole summer of just, just reading uh, books um, and just coming to the reality that, you know, truth is truth. And Catholics have that, right? And I can't deny it when truth is truth. And how are you supposed to go elsewhere? And then you get on stuff like the Eucharist, right? And I could go on more depth, but uh, yeah. No, I think you've said It's unbelievable. And it's very much been just like a fast track. You know what I mean? Like it was just God just 
took me and he's like yeah. just like buckle up your seatbelts because we're going exactly for a ride you know, you know? and there's all this and i feel it that like just in general in in these just empirical ways that i've just i've grown in my relationship with god i'm reading my bible more i'm more joyful visibly than i've been before and just more at peace with who i am uh as a person right and, and right. just yeah, and more convicted too, and more right, more right. unafraid to share what you think because yeah. you know it's right. Yeah, exactly, and, and and also these beautiful friendships that have formed as well. It's just you know God has granted all of that, like you me. and me, exactly. <laughs> there you go, Gates of Boyd. And this comes to our final segment where me and Mario hug. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be. I do do that, but I do that after. We oh, yes, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you, Dave, for being on the podcast. Oh, was that it? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Thanks for listening. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Thank you for all the support. And um, this podcast is produced and edited by myself. Special thanks to Dave and my housemates for making this podcast possible. And uh, just an FYI, this podcast is available on every major streaming service, like Spotify, Stitchers, uh, Google Podcasts, Castbox, and many more. Thank you for listening, and good night.